You've got to be kidding me. That's beautiful. It's Adora Colors. And it's Monetism. And this is Two, Two Girls, Girls, One Gram. Gram. Welcome Woo! back. Hey, guys. Season 1.5, episode 2.5. 2. Wait. Is it still? 1.5. Oh, episode. Oh, Lord. You know what? Adora <laughs> got it right the first time. It's fine. I was really good. Oh, my God. We haven't started smoking yet. I'm not even high. <laughs> I'm not even high. Hey guys, welcome back. We have a new show for you. If you haven't been familiar with us or you haven't been listening to us, uh, what are you doing, first of all? Second of all, go back and listen to our first season because it was cool as shit and we're cool as shit. And then you can continue listening to this one. So we have today, we actually know what we're smoking on. (laughs) Uh, well, first of all, we're uh, we're smoking out of a uh, a high hem. Yay! Which, as y'all, if you listened to the last season, then you know that we absolutely love recording with these. Love that shit. Um, they smoke so clean. Yeah, and I love the CBD. Like yeah. I say that every time that um, we smoke out of these, but I I love the CBD. And we found them. Mm-hmm. We found these holes for two for a dollar which is which is really good it's hard to find them in the store yeah for that price they're so so expensive yep so we're smoking out of that and we're smoking Mm -hmm. on some blue rhino Mm -hmm. it's a combination of white rhino and blue dream blue blueberry blueberry dream it's blue dream blue what is it blueberry (laughs) whatever okay But we actually know what we're smoking on, and it smells great, and it smokes great. Yeah, it's it's smoking really, really well right now. So that's what we're smoking on today. Honestly, um, like, me and CBD, like, we are best friends, even though she's not in my life enough, but she needs to be, because it does wonders for my back. Like, if you're a big titty bitch, or if you don't yes. know I'm a big titty bitch, and, like, my back gives me a lot of problems, so that CBD be coming in clean. What? See, my back gives me issues on like the men- when my menstrual comes. Mm. When my menstrual comes, my lower back be on fucking fire. Yo, like I never understood why the fuck my back be so on fire when my. But that's just a thing for me. Mm. One thing I am about to try because my mom told me about it was the CBD bath bombs. Oh, what? Yeah, I did not like, know that was, was a thing. Yo, so for any of y'all that have a menstrual, check that shit out. Try CBD bath bombs and see how that works for you. If you're somebody who does experience the cr- mm. like bad cramps or something like that, I experience. I don't really experience cramps. I just have like lower back pain. Oh, it's equally shitty. Yeah. Does it? Um... But it's only like the days before. It's not like mm. during. Mm. So I don't know. Is uh? Can you get it at Lush? 
Like the bath bombs? Mm-mm. Oh, damn. I have to order those. Not CBD. Oh, okay. No. I hate going in there anyway, low-key. You can't shop in peace because I know it's their job, and they need to be cus- They need to be attentive to customers, but literally, I'm... Just let me smell everything in the store. I'm not stealing anything. Don't talk to me. It's like they're bombarding you. I've ever been into a Lush, honestly. Ugh. I've been but- in... I've been in, like, three times. Ugh. And every time I'm greeted by a colorful-haired Caucasian girl... Oh, my God. <laughs> ...who tells me... Who wants to tell me everything in the store when I can just go walk around and look at the store. But, you know, I'm black, so I probably, you know, don't get that experience. Yeah. But whatever. At least I don't have to go in there for CBD bath bombs. <laughs> Ooh. So it's time for our first segment. Pass the blunt. But first... What? I didn't check in with y'all last time on y'all water You intake. sure didn't. <laughs> So, y'all know we always come through asking how much water you've drank today, you know, because it is important. I will say, for me, today, I haven't drank nearly as much as I would have wanted. It's been hard to keep tabs on, especially in the winter. Well, at least for me. Yeah. Because I'm not sweating. That's for me when it's most important, though. Mm Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. It is, because people be getting dehydrated as fuck. Yeah. Like, for... Yeah. And I have, I'm working on my eczema, mm. but I have eczema and Same. yeah, so I, it's like the most crucial, honestly, every season, because mm. I could even say during the summer, because of the fact that it's so humid here is yeah. also really, really important because the humidity can make me flare. Yeah, but, it can. But um, the dryness for sure. My <laughs> eczema started flaring up this winter too. Aloe vera works wonders. <laughs> Excuse me. I need to give you aloe vera plant. I just get the, honestly, I have my aloe vera plant, but I overwatered it during the winter, so she started dying on me. So she's, she's trying to get healthy again, but in the meantime, I have to go to the store and buy those aloe vera, oh. like, leaves, like the giant ones. Yeah. I'll just use that my shit. My mom used to buy that. Well, my mom used to have a plant. Yeah. My yeah, mom has, my mom's aloe vera plant is so big. So big. So does, so does my aunt's, but I don't take from theirs because I'm afraid to kill it. Loki, but it's really hard to kill a succulent it is yeah but i mean i just told you that i almost killed mine this winter so i probably don't so obviously it. not not yeah. for no day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so but we are gonna move on to our first segment which is past the blunt um hell yeah which is you know like our favorite 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 part because mm. we just love shouting out niggas oh giving so, you your roses where it's needed so you go ahead and go. Who's your past the blunt for? Well, since it's week. Black History Month, it's nigga month. And I yeah, love nigga my month. niggas. Also, like, our podcast is pretty black, too. And we're always shouting niggas out. But um, for this past the blunt, actually, until the month of February is over, I'm going to be shouting out black pioneers, the pave makers, nigga. Mm-hmm. Um, also, that mean that could be as recent as yesterday, because people are, continu- black people are continuously making history. Yeah. So, there's no telling, like, what time frame these black, wonderful people are going to be from, but I'm shouting out Tracy Norman this week. Tracy Norman is the first African-American, uh, trans model, like, ever. hmm I think, okay, so, like, Wikipedia says she... She did that modeling thing from Claire 
what is it? Uh, clear all, clear y'all hair coloring. And like, she was the first trans woman to be on that. But I mean, the modeling industry is not, was not pleasant to trans women, trans people at that time. So she's, I mean, it's not the first for just like a hair color box. You know what I mean? Um, literally in 19, yo, let me tell you in 1975, she was walking down the street, right? Yeah, 1975, she was walking down the fucking street. She saw a group of black models go into a building, and she said, hmm, that looks interesting. (laughs) Let me check it out. And it ended up being, like, a casting call for, like, Vogue or whatever, and that's how she landed her. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, she just walked in, like, I'm a bit, like, I'm that bitch. Like, hire me, and they fucking did. So she's worked with Essence, Vogue, um, fuck Essence, though, because Andre Douglas, like, outed her and tried to, like, fuck up her career but we're not talking about him we talk about tracy um i'm passing the blunt to tracy um and she is dark skinned and she is dark skinned i feel like that is worth mentioning yes absolutely she is visibly black um i'm shouting tracy out like why the fuck not she's i'm she's been getting her roses for a minute she continues to get her roses but i mean on the show we show credit where credit is due and she has paved the ways for so like she's paved the way for cis and trans like black models honestly like just bona fide baddie like pioneer a star bitch like what (laughs) yeah Tracy Norman, um, she's honestly she's famous to where like if you don't know who she is, you can just Google her. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You can definitely Google her, like, and she'll come up. Like a ton of shit will come up for her. So yeah, love you, Tracy. Thanks a lot. Who are yeah, you, who are you passing the blunt? That's to? a really good one. Mm-hmm. Bye. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Had to uh, clear my lungs for a second there. But my passive blunt is going to go to someone that I love dearly. Someone who is based in Houston and is one of the most loving and purest souls I have ever met. Um, and her name is Letty. So I'm passing the blunt to my friend Letty, who is a Houston-based yoga instructor and all-around just, like, cool-ass person. Um, Me and and Letty met... uh, When did we meet? Like, and you know, the thing is, is that every time... Me and her talk about this. We never actually get to the story is never right. <laughs> we never actually get to like how we met. So I don't remember how we met. Uh, <laughs> I tried asking y'all how y'all met, and y'all were both like, "Oh, how did we?" I don't know. I don't even remember. <laughs> but um, Letty does do like a lot of um, community uh, yoga classes that are donation based. Mm. Um, so for folks who can't afford like yoga memberships at yoga studios or to pay $10 a class. Um, in general, like just, just in general, Letty is an amazing Mm -hmm. yoga instructor, Mm -hmm. but 
absolutely, if you're looking for something affordable, please attend one of her classes. Yes. Um, Because a lot of them are Mm donation-based. And she also just does, like, a lot of volunteer work um, in general, like, in in Third Ward. She's excellent. Which is where a lot of her classes are held, or in Third Ward in Houston. If you're from Houston, you know exactly where that is. She does a lot of work at... um, uh, PRH, aka Project Row Houses. Mm-hmm. If you're from Houston again in Third Ward, you know what that is. Also very important. Right. I love that. And place. she is, she's just a really, really amazing, amazing, great person. Every time mm-hmm. I come, if like I do a session with her, like I I feel <laughs> I can't even describe how I feel. I feel really, really light. She's magnetic, yeah. bro. She is, she she's, is. like, such an amazing person. Mm-hmm. I had to... I really wanted to acknowledge her. Because I was thinking... I was just thinking, like, who am I going to pass the blunt to today? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I had a text from her. And I said, you know, like... Letty is someone that I'm always talking about um, as uh, to other people. And so I just want to acknowledge her here in this yeah. space because mm-hmm. she really is an amazing person and such a lo- like loving and she giving is. person. Yeah. Um. So if you ha- yeah absolutely have the opportunity to like support her if you visit Houston or if you live in Houston, mm-hmm. please do so. On Instagram, she does post um all of her classes and kind of her whereabouts and shit like that. Um. And her Instagram is mm-hmm. Laletti dot Mala. Um. It's spelled how it sounds, L-A-L-E-T-T-Y dot M-A-L-A. But also, y'all know that we always post our pasta blunts on our mm-hmm. Instagram page. So you can mm-hmm. always just go to our Instagram page if you want to access anybody that we're talking about. Yeah. And go follow them from there, which is what I always suggest. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um. So, yeah, I'm passing a blunt to Letty. Yeah. And and the, and I've like passed a blunt to her in real life, so this is really special. Yeah, aww, that's so sweet. I love she her. Really is, she really and she does such important work. Yeah, she really she's does. so sweet. She really she's so is cute. so so sweet. <laughs> like I love her. Ooh, ooh. <sighs> if y'all can hear that, sorry. But yeah, scooting glass. That's my pasta blunt. Hell yeah. So next up, we ooh. are going straight to our music section. This is you ooh. know what we've been listening to and shit. So what have you been on lately this past week? What have I been on? Honestly, um, I haven't really been like this week. I haven't really listened to any music per se. Um, podcasts. Ooh, what have you been yeah, listening to? LeVar Burton reads. <laughs> He's I've so never great. Heard of that. Yo, or that if person. you just, um, now, I honestly, somebody will like correct me on this, but LeVar Burton, he's very well known for what? I'm not sure. For what? I'm not sure. I know. What did he do? Oh, Reading Rainbow. Jesus Christ. Oh, he's that black guy from Reading Rainbow. Yes. Okay. Okay. There we go. Yeah. So he has a podcast and it's called LeVar Burton Reads and he just reads other people's stories, but he... He's so animated. Yeah, and he, he is. He does so many different voices for people. And there's music going on in the background. So it's just like really putting you in in the mood for the story. So you're just mm-hmm. able to experience it. And like even every time before he starts reading the story, he like, he's like, and we take a deep breath. <laughs> and we exhale. 
let's begin. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I get so excited because I'm like, it's store time. Oh, like, it's so that great. That's really cool. I'm yeah. To that. And like, the stories are really like, family friendly some some of them some of them like they curse so like you can play it around your kids or like your mom or somebody if you wanted to um i like listening to it while i work mm. so that's really nice to listen to um but as for music i i've mentioned him before um they're houston based artists they have like that collective what's their name well like peyton and oh, like uh, Bobby Milky Earth and them. Yeah, them. Milky Wave. Milky Wave, yeah. Milky, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Bobby Earth, mm-hmm. I listened or I discovered it today. It's probably like two years old, to be honest. But he has like a cover of Slow Down by Bobby Valentino. Slow <laughs> Down. I just want to get to know you. But don't turn around. Cause that pretty round thing looks good to me. Ew. Yeah, yeah. that's it. <laughs> I was like, don't know where to go from there. I was hoping you would pick it up. I was uh, keeping the rhythm. <laughs> that was my job. <laughs> yeah, but he he has a song or a cover of that song, and it features somebody named C. Shelley Shelley. Don't ask me to repeat that. I'm so high. Um, but the song is on a SoundCloud, like on Bobby Earth's SoundCloud. And it's really cute. And I discovered it and I've played it like three times today. So I'll probably wear myself out from it. And that's all right. Mm-hmm. I think if it, um, you know, Instagram has those little, uh, where like you can put, you can like post music and shit. Mm-hmm. So I like, like if I discover new music, I like putting it on on like the music I like looking it up in the music section and then like putting it oh on. I know what you're talking yeah, about yeah that way honestly I'm like keeping like a little playlist for myself that way I'm like I've listened to this album or like this song too many times I need to revisit some things so mm-hmm. I can just go back into my jam section and just like listen to it all but anyway um Bobby Earth and then there's this song called Funk Bounce oh my god it's so cute it's like I always refer to, like, funk. I mean, it's, it is. It, it's exactly that. It's funk bounce. Like, when I when you think of, like, Soul Control's electro bounce, like, their funk soul sound, the, like, mm-hmm. the two-stepping-ass music. Like, I love that shit. It's so satisfying to my ear holes. So there's a song called Funk Bounce. It sounds like exactly that. And it's by Shug Savage. And it's just, like, one of those cute little dance around the house. Like, you're getting ready to be cute or you're about to get up and get ready for work. It's just kind of like a, let's, like, let's fucking do this. Like, it's a really cute song to dance and get ready to. I like that shit. Because I'm like, sometimes you need a little extra help getting up out the bed. And, like, mm-hmm. a good song, like, a big, a good song that picks you right up. Mm, I love it. I used to like waking up to um, Solange's uh, Rise. Mm. Falling your ways so you can crumble. That shit is so beautiful. Mm. Mm-hmm. She's like, um, really, yeah, just it's nice to rise to. And like, it's so appropriate. Um, who else? Mmm. 
I think ugh, I'm not proud of it. <laughs> I'm not proud of it. <laughs> but RuPaul <laughs> RuPaul's Oh what? god. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh not proud of it, but like RuPaul has a song. <laughs> and it's so cheesy. It's what is it called? It's called Call Me Mother and it's it's very like neo ballroom. It's like very. It's new. I don't know. It's sound. Let me see. Let me see when it came out. Or I'm gonna see when this person posted it on SoundCloud. Oh no, it's like over a year old. But you know, like there's a different sound between '90s ballroom music yeah. and like '2000s ballroom music or whatever. It sounds like neo. It sounds like neo ballroom music, and it's. I don't have, like, the best feelings towards RuPaul, which I won't go into, but that's why I feel guilty about liking the song. But it's cute. Again, like, it's a very cute song to, like, be that bitch to. If you want to toss some ass, you toss some ass. Call Me Mother is a jam. But he's not about to be getting any of my coins, so I don't feel bad for listening to it on SoundCloud. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Ooh, one more person. Uh, Toroi Moi came out with a new album. Uh, if you don't know, Toroi Moi is like an electronica artist. He does a lot of synth pop, a lot of, uh, like indie. Well, he used to do indie, but he's been like, he's been doing a lot of like electronica lately. Oh, no, no, no. I lie. I lie. He came out with an album last year and it was more on like, uh, it was like indie, indie synth. I don't know. But he came out with an album... I think in January of this year, and I haven't really listened to it. Mm, I haven't listened to it a lot, but from what I've heard, it's not bad. But I haven't gotten a chance to sit down and enjoy, and enjoy it because I haven't really been in the mood to listen to, like, indie synth pop. Mm. Yeah. I honestly haven't listened to him since, like... It's, a while. Yeah. Mm, I haven't, like, truly fucked with him like I used to, but I don't know. He's a person of color, so I still feel, like, a little a little bit, like, I want to support you. Yeah. Yeah. But that's all I've been listening to. Me, yeah, I feel oh. like... I've been listening to a lot of oldies. Mm, oldies, like, how old? Like... Like the doo-wop ages or 90s? Mm, pretty much all of it. Doo-wop, yeah. Motown, mm. 90s. Yeah. I mean, oldies. That's mm. all I've been listening to is like the oldies. If you're from Houston, <laughs> I'll put my shit on. Um, it'll be on 102 most of the time. Oh, that reminds me. That's just what my shit be on, but. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oldies, though. Like, I've just been listening to oldies. Oh, but I did hear the bomb, like, the most bomb cover of, um, do you know the song Tennessee Whiskey? Yes. I heard a black version of it, and it was really good. It was, uh, this woman named Courtney White. She is a part of the community, you guys. Mm -hmm. And, bitch, she sang the fuck out of that song. Like, the runs 
I just can't. Like, I, first of all, like, I said this last, like, I love a good cover. Like, for me, mm-hmm. I love a good-ass cover. And she did the fuck out of that. And it's Courtney with a K. Courtney White. That's important. Tennessee whiskey. Because I was definitely thinking about C. Just, I've been having that shit all repeat. Hell yeah. But other than that, like, I just been listening to, like, oldies. And... Ooh, there's, um... I recently started listening to 90.9 more. T- what is it? TXU. The TSU radio station. Mm, I've never the, listened to for, that. For people who don't live in Texas, it's the Texas Southern University radio station that we have here. Um, like, U of H has NPR, and then, like, T- TSU has, like, some nigga shit. Like, somebody's uncle is in there playing blues all the time. But sometimes they'll play really good jazz. Mm. We also got a new radio station, too. That also plays, like, a really nice mixture. It's an R&B radio station, but it plays a very, very good mixture of, like, new and old. Like, they'll play her, and then they'll play Lauryn Hill. But you know what? Mm-hmm. 102 be playing. They'll throw in some her sometimes. Sometimes. You got to catch them on a yeah. good day, though. But they That'd be, be catching me off guard, though, when they, like, throw in some Frank Ocean. I'd be like, Yeah, like, okay. who told you? Yo, I heard Anderson <clears throat> Pack on the radio um, a while ago. I was like, what? This is happening? You I didn't, never... Anderson Pack's been on the radio. What the fuck? Like... Where was I? I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> Anderson Pack has definitely been on the radio. To be honest, when I turn on the radio, I'm mostly listening to NPR. Because <clears throat> I'm an old man. Yeah. Yeah, but... I didn't know he was on the radio. Mm. I was like, I was like, oh shit! Pretty much ever since Double XL when he made the freshman. Oh, yeah, he's pretty much been. Oh wow. <clears throat> okay. Oh shit. Yup, yup. Ooh, time for our next segment. Yeah, this is star stuff. Star stuff. Yeah, and now I'm super high. I'm always <clears throat> super high by the time we get to star <clears throat> stuff. So. <clears throat> Last week, mm-hmm. um, I talked to you guys about the new moon in Aquarius and uh, what else? Venus going into Capricorn. We were talking about like grown, grown shit, just kind of like listening to your partner if they mm-hmm. if they are not necessarily being the most gentle with you because. Even though we're all sensitive, sometimes we need to hear things for what they are. Yeah. And, and like, sometimes it can be hard to hear that from partners. So you just have to kind of, like, take an extra step to take a step back to really hear them. Um, but that, I told you that at the wrong time. Because <laughs> I didn't look at my dates, right? But, so, by the time you hear this, it's going to be, like, February. Mm. I don't know. Was it? I don't know. But I told you guys, like, I told you guys everything that was going on, like, a week in advance. That's what I'm saying. Um, But this time, or since I did that, I want to talk about uh, the sacral chakra. Because if you don't know, um, this year or this season, we're focusing a lot on the sacral chakra. We're focusing a lot on the color orange. And... I wanted to talk more about that because, like, why not? Because it's cool. 
But um, what I really wanted to talk about was like why we were, why we, why we chose that color. Why did we choose that color? It's the oh, color for color, like yeah, yeah, it's color of the sacral chakra, and this podcast is like our creative work. We both have arts artistries that we're that we're working on, and and it's just so appropriate. It's just so appropriate for us to like talk about it and surround us surround ourselves around the color orange. Like, yeah, I think it's really fucking cool. Um, <coughs> let me pull up my notes. Let me pull. All right, so anyway, um, I want to talk about the basics really quick. If you don't know about, like, the location or the exact location of the sacral chakra, it's, like, three inches below the navel. It's, like, at the center of your, the center of your lower belly. And, and this is the chakra that is responsible for creativity and pleasure and sensuality and, like, basically you expressing all those things. Um, like, that's why, that's why the crystal, like, citrine or, what is it, tiger's eye, those orange crystals are usually associated with this specific chakra. And... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's really cool to me. Um, so a lot of times you can tell if it's underactive or overactive is if you have like codependency on somebody, if you find yourself like participating in like habits that aren't as healthy, mm. like oversexual like hypersexuality or a decrease in like wanting to I don't know, like have sex or eat the foods that you used to eat, do the things you used to do, like, overactivity or underactivity, that's how you can tell, like, it's kind of out of whack. Mm. Um, and that's also with just your creative energy in general. Mm-hmm. So sexual energy and creative energy. Feeling mm-hmm. uninspired. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, what else? Just feeling like... Just not, feeling out of it, Yeah, honestly. like, not really wanting to, like, get into your creative work as much. Mm-hmm. Um, even that can be, like definitely indicative of like maybe an underactive sacral chakra Mm -hmm. not maybe definitely yeah because your creative energy comes from the sacral yeah it just all has so much in common because like these have to do with your sensations Mm -hmm. like it has to do with your senses and so much of creation creativity is around what appeals to your senses Mm -hmm. like there's artistry in cooking there's artistry in wine tasting there's artistry and of course like doing things with your hands like playing instruments or anything like that like a decrease in that like it's just yeah your sacral chakra is out of whack and it just i mean it all has i had saw Hmm. actually i can't i think it was on twitter uh somebody had tweeted you should always be in the mood for sex like not not necessarily horny, mm-hmm. but like always. Like sex, I can have it. Yeah, like always in the mood for sex, and mm-hmm. that's like an indicator that um, you have like healthy creation energy. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I necessarily feel about that just yet, but I found that really, really because y'all know I'm fake yeah. celibate. Y'all know I'm fake celibate. We gonna get into that. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm sorry. The screech. <laughs> oh, God. Because a bitch has been having sex. Oh, fake. Fake. But y'all know, like, when I say celibate, I definitely just mean <clears throat> just being, like, very intentional about mm-hmm. um, where I direct my energy, period. And mm-hmm. sexual energy just happens to be another aspect of mm-hmm. energy. I mean, everything is an energy exchange. Mm-hmm. Everything. Sex yeah. included. So Yeah. I've it, seen people making, like, more of a practice to protect I don't know, unless y'all niggas are being fake out here, because I do see a lot of y'all niggas saying, protect your energy, and don't even be knowing what the fuck you're talking about, but whatever, it's okay. <clears throat> But, like, to the people who are actually, like, making a conscious effort to protect where they put their energy, like, making a conscious effort of how they're receiving, or, like, what they're receiving mm-hmm. and shit like that, like, I see, I see them being able to express their sexuality express their creativity more freely because they have a they just they already know like what they want yeah and they're able to communicate there's 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 definitely love and discipline in that way yeah yeah and honestly that really does tie into the venus and capricorn um energies Mm -hmm. because you as we know and as we kind of we we touched on this last session is that capricorn energy is very structured it Mm -hmm. is very um it's very analytical yeah very analytical right Mm -hmm. it can be very like rigid very planned out very Mm -hmm. thought out yeah um and we're still in like (laughs) we're still in like aquarius season two and I feel yes. like that that's an interesting, like a I really I feel like that ties in really well. Mm-hmm. Just off like, off how like, a, it's Aquarius because Age of really Aquarius is definitely about kind of like the lifting of veils and the unveiling mm-hmm. of shit that you did not see coming. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just feel like a lot of us, at least me, like I'm experiencing, what I'm experiencing right now is just like a whole new level of, of discovering what my desires are mm-hmm. and and what I want for myself mm-hmm. and and so that for me is also a part of like a veil that's being lifted for me mm-hmm. and um and like I feel like that with like so many every different part of my life like romantic sexual like just sexual relationships Mm-hmm. Um, career, everything. I feel like there's definitely like shit that's just being revealed. I feel like the age of Aquarius makes sense in that mm-hmm. era. That's kind of like how I see it. Yeah. And with the Venus and Capricorn, that's just a very like, like you said, like just being very intentional about mm-hmm. like how you move, like with your person and with yourself, mm-hmm. because like that relationship that you have with that person it only is a reflection really of like the relationship that you have with yourself Mm -hmm. and like i mean for me this this is perfect because Mm -hmm. y'all know i do a lot of long distance shit so (laughs) someone that i'm uh that I love very much just, like, visited and, like, went back home. And, like, that's definitely... I just find myself trying to be, like, very mindful of how... Like I said, a nigga be hungry a lot of times. And (laughs) when I'm hungry... (laughs) And I say that, and it sounds like a joke, but I really feel like... When I really think of, like, when I'm, like, irritated, it really just be when I'm hungry. That's real. 
<laughs> that's real. That's like how I am when I'm sleepy. <laughs> like, and when I'm doing customer service. Yeah. Like, I don't... I be having an attitude if I'm sleepy. Like, I'm sorry. Sorry, but at least I know how to communicate that. I know? was so irritated. Because hmm. actually, when they came to visit, we were like on the way home from somewhere and I was tired like I wanted to take a nap okay so I'm, I'm excited that we're that we're on the way home because I'm like I'm about to take a nap <laughs> and they just like and I mentioned Trader Joe's I was just you know just because we had passed it mm-hmm. past like a truck that said Trader Joe's because okay. we were near Trader Joe's so I mentioned it and they were like oh yeah we got to go now what? And I was to like, Trader Joe's? Yeah, and I was like, you want me to turn back around <laughs> to go to Trader Joe's. <laughs> I gotta pee. Don't make me pee. <laughs> I was yeah. so like, but you know what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you did, and you turned around too? I did turn around mm-hmm. because obviously... so sorry you love a person you do those things you know yeah honestly no shade to my grandma my grandma do that shit Bitch. like we'll be home we'll be two minutes away from home and she'll be like oh i'm actually hungry and like we have to go 15 minutes in the other direction oh my but like i love my grandmother so it was much. literally only because i was tired though like yeah like sometimes i'll be tired and i just be no but this this is the gag bitch what why this nigga didn't get shit Got like uh, literally got a like uh like one of those chai latte things, and I knew this nigga only got that shit because it was a blank trip. Like I was so ready to go. I don't know. I wasn't. Let me not say I was just irritated, but I was just like, wow. So we turned around, but it's okay. But in that moment, I had to really just bring myself back. Mm-hmm. Yeah really check myself you know honestly i i realize i've had to check myself i've had to oh my god i didn't realize i th- i i always think that i'm not as much of a fire sign as i am because i'm so ruled by water but then i <laughs> Bitch, I get sleepy, something doesn't go my way, or like somebody says something that I don't agree with, and then my fire sign is like, hang on, I'm no. Everybody shut up. I'm talking and I'm right. No those things. <laughs> right. Everybody here is wrong except for me. So I've had to <laughs> I've had to really like pull my own head out of my own ass yeah like step outside of my own ego for a little bit like come on sis. yeah come on sis but at the same time at the same time not overanalyze everything where you need where like nothing's even happening yeah i feel like i can definitely be that way mm-hmm. where i can like um be y'all know sagittarian just psychoanalyze and- yeah everybody and everything yeah yeah and- <clears throat> yeah just kind of learning a balance between like intuition and like mm-hmm. following that yeah and also allowing things to be what they are without putting my own uh things on it yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. so on a, also too like aside from us 
focusing on the color orange, the sacral chakra, which I want to talk about, like, oh my God, like, the wonders of, like, just sitting and, like, after drinking some tea and just, like, rolling your hips, just, like, sitting and uh, crisscross applesauce and just rolling your hips and just mm. letting everything digest and making your tummy feel yummy. I love that shit. Like, mm. mm-hmm, it's feel good in your tummy. But I stumbled across my snowflake obsidian. Oh, my God. I don't know what, like, I felt so called to it today and I made I made my bed so now it's under my blankets and I don't know where she is but it's fine <laughs> I'll find her later but um I started reading about shadow work and you were talking about it like last season mm-hmm. and I remember like knowing of it but not really knowing what it was and I was like when I'm ready I'll read about it yeah and um and I feel like the snowflake obsidian is just so appropriate for it like Mm. because it's really for like drawing like drawing things to the to the surface like allowing you to realize like bad patterns yeah and i feel like it's so relevant to shadow work it is and and right now Mm -hmm. i would say like i have personally i've been seeing a lot of messages just like Mm. out in the world having to do with really um being able to to step into your power by not being attached to narratives mm-hmm. that always write us as victims and so and what i mean by that is is being able to to see the role that you played in every experience that you have and I feel like, like saying that, I feel like in the back of my head, that's some, I feel like a lot of people, that can be kind of controversial to say, right? But like, <clears throat> yes, I think that but it's, I see what you mean, but it's honest <laughs> and like, and the truth don't give a fuck about your feelings, <laughs> but anyway, I will, but, um, no, it's important. Yeah. I think that like. And just apply where it resonates. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, but I feel, I feel like, like that oh, that's definitely a thing. And that's a part of like shadow work to me mm-hmm. is like being able to kind of like see, um, just kind of like see, see how I like in, in, in all of my experiences, no matter like how I perceive, perceive them to be as far as, like, good or bad or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. Outside of that, just kind of, like, being able to understand um, how how I moved in that that experience and in relationships that helped to create the experience that I had. Because... Mm -hmm. Because experiences don't, you can allow experiences to just happen to you. But, like, I think that the point that we're all trying to get to, at least for me, is that we're we're creating Mm -hmm. that. And so being, that that's kind of, like, a necessary part of it is, is (laughs) like, is, like, being able to, like, acknowledge, like, the role you play in every single experience that you have. Mm -hmm. That's how, to me, that's a layer or an aspect of, like, getting to a space where, like, 
I'm now consciously creating my my world. Yeah. And like and and so I'm creating these voids, I'm creating the worlds and I'm I'm being the god that I was always supposed to be. And so to me that's like a necessary the shadow work is necessary. Like it's like yeah, like we can always like acknowledge the ways in which like um things have hurt us. And things have and and how our hurt has impacted and shaped us absolutely, and hold niggas accountable for that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think um, there's also like just the inner the inner work that you do with yourself that you have that's like this is how I'm like not gonna have that experience ever again. Mm-hmm. And that's like the personal shit that you do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's easy. It's really easy to develop patterns yeah. for yourself, right? To seek after something again and again because you've experienced it, and that's what you're. And your body with. remembers it. Your body does remember things like that, even if your subconscious doesn't. Mm. We talked about that before. Like even on. it goes so far back. I mean, obviously, it goes so far back as the womb. Like things that are happening in the while you're in the womb. You know that are going that's that's going on around you, but. Obviously, farther back than that, this go back farther, like, generations, because we pass that down through ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so, like, just, like, when you're absorbing, whether it's trauma or, like, love. Bitch, it could be the fear of water. Right, it could be anything. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, all those experiences matter and have an impact. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so, anyway, back to what you were saying. No, I understand. Yes, I understand. Because you were saying, I mean, I'm not going to tell you what you're saying because you just said it, but. (laughs) You're so funny. But, like, being able to identify those patterns, even from before you were born, Mm -hmm. and realizing how that made you, or me, I'll say me, like, how that made me the person I, I am, like, I can, I can, I can point the finger where somebody did me wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. But I can only do it for so long. I can only continuously blame others for my own shortcomings. I can only I can only point the finger for so long before I can start doing the work myself. And doing the work on myself means identifying those patterns that have hurt me in the past. Yeah. And and moving around that. Like moving away from that. Um, yeah, and I feel like that speaks so much more, that speaks so, that can, that can speak so much volume in yo how you, I don't know, just kind of like how you establish a business, like how yeah. you choose your friends, how you, I don't know. I saw, um, you know, uh, Miriam, uh. What's her name? What's her last name? The only Miriam I know is off of Courage to Cowardly Hasna. Miriam Hasna. Oh, it's Miriam. I always post her tweets on uh, my, my personal oh, yes. Instagram account, but yes. she had posted... Um, she said that, like, she was talking about how, like, we can, like, talk about, like, people who have hurt us and, like, drain us and energy vampires. And while those conversations are very valid and true and honest and even more honest conversation to have would be to like, and to, to examine maybe energy leaks that come from you that Mm -hmm. allow you to actually give your power away to other people to even drain. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And so that's kind of like the space that, that, that to me, um, that we're talking about Mm -hmm. with this aspect of shadow work is just being able to recognize, um, Mm -hmm. maybe how you give people, maybe like, at least, like I said, for me, like how I give people access in certain ways. Yeah. Um, to me. That, that's like a whole other yeah. level of like emotional intellect too. And a lot of times people don't even be having the tools to get. Yeah. The it's, it's, but it's, it's so like, it's, it's honestly a large part why I don't really get mad at niggas like, like, I, like that really for real. Because I, I really am like focused on like, what I'm doing mm-hmm. and like and how and how I can um and how I can have create the experiences that I want and like mm-hmm. not only that I be like grateful as fuck when niggas show their ass because now I know right. you know like right. I can't even be mad at you thanks right. you know what I mean like and and I will say like just and you know like and and Monet knows like just with some of the recent Lord. experiences that I've had it's yeah. been very beneficial for me to be able to like have coming to a space where I've been able to like recognize a lot of patterns so that I can catch shit hmm. and nip it in the bud immediately before it really does get dangerous and unsafe for me physically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that to me that has been something that like I've been thinking a lot about like Mm -hmm. during this conversation as well as like recognizing those patterns for me lately Mm -hmm. has to me probably like saved my fucking life Mm -hmm. because I, I have recently just kind of like had some interactions that have made me uneasy and made me feel unsafe. Mm -hmm. Um, Or like, maybe not even say unsafe because I really don't have fear about, that person or anything like that but but yeah i think that it's just really really important to interrogate Mm -hmm. our own shit Mm -hmm. like that is the work honestly earlier when i had mentioned about niggas who be saying protect your energy and shit and like don't even be knowing what they talk about what they talking about i'm talking about this this applies to you Honestly, somebody who's always after somebody who's always pointing the finger at, I just don't like her energy, you know, like it's just something about her. But like at everybody who you come into contact with, it's just Mm -hmm. like, you know, I'm just trying to protect my energy. But like the only energy you're putting out is like talking about how you're better than somebody. Yeah. Talking about like what, like, I don't know, really like trivial things. We don't have to go into detail, but like never. Whoops. Sorry. Never looking inward never looking at yourself never i don't know trying to put in that shadow work honestly yeah and i feel like sacral especially with sacral energy it definitely is about being introspective it is definitely about like um just being kind of like the um the hermit tarot card Mm. um being super um just in into yourself mm-hmm. and um and bitch getting in like I said like we keep saying getting the fucking work done getting the fucking work done cause that's getting what it fucking is work. bro yeah. it is work let me tell you it is work but it's worth it but it takes time it does take a lot of time 
Um, so I have some some teas that I want to suggest um, that are also associated with the color orange and the sacral chakra and all the things we've been talking about thus far. Candula is a flower, but bitch, we put flowers and teas over here, so this is no exception. Mm-hmm. Candula is an orange flower. It's really pretty. It's, I think they it grows in the spring. Don't quote me, but um, putting that into some tea with chamomile, um, phenomenal. Um, also, orange pills aid in create create what was the word I'm trying to say? Create creative. It's fine. Creativity. I don't know what I was trying to say. Jasmine too. Pairing any of these. Okay, let me tell you. It's citrus season right now. Mm. So you can get your oranges. You can get your tangerines. You can get your grapefruits. You can incorporate these in your teas and um, your rituals and whatever the fuck. um, Because orange generates creativity. And I mean, it's in season. So why the fuck not? Like if it was out of season, it'd be like triple the price or some shit. Okay, so Jasmine incorporating that incorporating that into anything is lit but since we're talking about the sacral the sacral chakra i recommend using a ton of jasmine because it is a um aphrodisiac and we want to we want to keep it we want to say i don't want to say we want to keep it sensual but i want to say do, we want to pay it, we want to pay attention to our sensuality because like we said like so much of your sensuality your sexuality plays so much into how you create so let me remind y'all go get some batteries because oh true <laughs> you know what because <laughs> I just recently had an experience where all three of my vibrators died in the same night. Wow. I'm so sorry. The same night. Oh, I'm so sorry. And or get rechargeable. Mm. Get the get the rechargeable like the Hitachi wand is rechargeable. Yeah. But that really devastated I wanna me. Put, I want to put like I want to put my little thing on a charger. Because it was so like cute. in the middle of a whole bunch of shit. And so it was inconvenient. <laughs> It was very inconvenient. It was very inconvenient. So please re up on your batteries at this time. Get some batteries. Yes. I definitely am going to invest in a Hitachi. Mm-hmm. And just make sure, you know, who you're using it on is... Peace protection. Definitely that. Yeah. yeah. Mention that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> please do Get that. Get tested. Um, and just be super... Make sure you ask each other. I like to be, like like we said, intentional about, like we said, fake celibate. Be fake celibate. Hmm. Just be really intentional about. One thing that I had, who was it that said, what the fuck did she say? And who was it? I think it was, I think it was Abraham Hicks. And she said, mm-hmm. you know, she somebody had asked her a question about like their partner they were having issues or some shit like that and she mm-hmm. said like have you ever even like sat down and asked like really went inside of yourself and asked your inner child if they even want to be with that person wait ask your inner child yes your inner child oh 
your inner fucking child. I don't know. To For me, that is actually, like, um, working with my inner child has been, like, um, in the forefront mm-hmm. lately for me. And I feel like it's really, really relevant when it comes to um, just kind of, especially when it comes to, to the forgiving of yourself, when you do get to, like, really interrogating the parts of you that maybe did accept things and experiences that 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 didn't serve your highest good and like when you didn't advocate for yourself um working with your inner child yes like because I I feel like for me a large part is like getting back to like returning to zero getting back to um I hate to use the word innocence, but for lack of a better term, but like mm-hmm. that childlike, um, you'll hear a lot of people talk talk about that. But that that's, um, but like working with your inner child is like where a lot of the healing comes from because that's for a lot of us where a lot of our trauma has has mm-hmm. was had because of the fact that when we're children. We don't really have voices because of the way that we're socialized and the way that we're raised. Mm -hmm. And so that is where a lot of like our trauma comes from. A lot of times people never ask children how they feel and what they want. Right. And so when was the last time you really asked your, your, you know, who you were, your core being, your inner child, do they even feel safe with, with this person that you're about to hang out with? Mm -hmm. And that's something that I've been doing lately as well, like, mm. to go with, like, being really intentional about where I put place my energy at is, like, really, act, like, having a conversation, you know, with myself and saying, like, do you feel safe with this person? Yeah. Um, is this someone that you want to interact with? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's something that, like, that's a practice that you could incorporate, you know what I mean? Um, especially when it comes to like uh, going places and sharing space, sharing space with other people mm-hmm. that you can incorporate that would really, I don't know, uh, just bring a lot of healing. Hmm. Very healing. That is so interesting. I thought you were going to go a completely different direction. I thought about like asking or talking to your inner child because I was thinking like two-year-olds are very vocal about like when they're hungry or (coughs) you know if they poop their pants or something Mm -hmm. I don't know they're very like yeah or like you know like a toddler will run up to you and be like you ugly right I don't like you (laughs) I was thinking about like asking like imagining like because like you said children don't really have voices Mm -hmm. but like asking your two-year-old self like do you want this Mm -hmm. and like your two-year-old self being like hell no i was thinking about that but like what you said was like way more interesting (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's something that i actually wrote down um in my 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 notes journal Mm -hmm. which is kind of like work about working with my inner child and um that's really helped me get to a place of like forgiveness with myself mm-hmm. um kind of like the stuff I was just talking about because I do mm-hmm. think that's really important because shame really doesn't serve anybody yeah and so like shaming and and like guilt tripping and all of that whether you're doing it to another person or yourself is you usually never productive ever so mm-hmm. um because it never gets you a plate gets you to a place of like 
um, doing something. So it, it <laughs> shame can be very debilitating. Um, and so I think that love and forgiveness is way more conducive mm-hmm. and way more productive. And, and that's one way that I've been getting to that space. And that's felt really good. I'm also like super getting back into yoga. That's nice. Because I was off it for like a month, like really? the past month and a half. Mm. Yeah. I was sore as fuck last week. Bro. I did I did so much yoga. Bro, this weather been fucking up my joints. My knees. Oh my god. Like they ache so bad. Like I have to wear <laughs> socks 24/7. Because if I don't, like, my, I don't know, like, it makes my joints hurt. I guess because, like, it's cold to my feet or something. I don't know. But That's interesting. Yeah, I have old people knees, though, because I was, I've been dancing for so long. And then when I, when you stop, I guess, like, if you're, in, if you're, like, doing athletic shit, you got to keep doing it. You got to stay in practice. I'm okay. Yeah, stay in practice or else your body's going to, like, do the wonky shit. But eh, it's whatever. I'm aging. It's okay. <laughs> it is yeah just adult shit yeah but oh but what? i've been loving that um speaking of yoga and like poses hmm. my favorite shit right now is definitely um i can't even remember the name of it so i'm not even about to go there i would have to post a picture well i really but li- it's similar to like splits Oh yes, but it's Let's really good for that for that area. Ooh, supposed to be feeling good as hell. I really enjoy standing on my head now. It does wonders for like my upper back. Yes, cause it it really <clears throat> loosens up tension. Oh, it just like it just shakes out all the tension and shit um, of your back. Also, I heard that it promotes like creative ideas and stuff. Yeah. I probably like saw it on Letty's Instagram, to be honest. <laughs> but yeah, me and this cup, y'all. Oh my goodness. Sorry. Yeah, but it like, it really like loosens up the top half of my bag and that feels really good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because this cold weather had me tense as fuck. Oh, also too, I don't know if I mentioned this. I probably did earlier. But like, if you're, I don't know, if you're thinking about tending to your sacral chakra more um try like a combination of like any of these like fruits and teas that i mentioned earlier and a good a good way to open up like your digestive tract like your lower like the lower half of your body is to have some tea and get your mind in like a meditative state Mm -hmm. um also um uh, what's the, what did I say? Uh, snowflake, snowflake obsidian is really good for that. Like being able to put yourself in a in a more like meditative state, like a deep meditative state, and just kind of like rolling, rolling your hips in a circle in different directions it really mm. gets things loosened up down there. You know, want to keep them burning hips wide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But hip movement is really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. And hip flexibility. Yeah, and it feels nice. Yeah. It feels really nice. On my thing, I'm like I'm in my yoga practice, I'm definitely focusing more on like hip flexors mm-hmm. area and uh getting that super nice and flexible. Cause I wanna be in my splits, y'all. Yeah. I do. <laughs> and yes, it's cause I'm nasty. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> so proud of you. 
I mean, if you're not a little nasty, are you really living? I saw something that said, like, if they didn't think you were, like, if they didn't want to, like, burn you in the 1800s, are you really living? <laughs> I was like, you fucking are eight. Yeah, you could literally get burned for, like, showing your ankles or some shit. Mm-hmm. But we not there. We here. Thank God. All right, is that it? Oh no! Oh, let me see. Okay, cut that out, please. Yeah, yeah no. I'll cut that out. <laughs> you can edit it. If that's not it, <laughs> we're know. just now hitting an hour. Okay. Wait, where's my my notes? Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Damn, we just now hitting an hour. Mm-hmm. Like an hour and four minutes. Mm. Let me see. Let me see if there's anything I forgot. I did have a lot of shit about last, well, I guess last week's stuff. Yeah, we can talk about it. Let's. I don't really know where to start from. I don't have my notes anymore from last week. I should probably stop deleting them, like, every time. Well, it it wasn't from last week. I wrote them this week, but um, we didn't get super into the thing, so I didn't. That would be I'm like, okay. um, no, let me look at, I got to see the notes from last week okay. because I don't know where to start from. I got to unbutton my pants. Hold on. Oh, one thing I did really, really, really want to get into as far as like with the Venus and Capricorn mm. and the boundaries oh. um, and uh, just kind of like the structuredness and like and things like that within our relationships with ourselves and with mm-hmm. other people, um, mm-hmm. but especially with ourselves. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> because love is discipline, y'all. Love is discipline. Yeah. Um, but one way that I've really, really been experiencing that is in, okay, so let me rewind. Like a few weeks ago, I had got gotten so, 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 so irritated with, uh, with this person because as y'all know, like my mom is vegetarian slash vegan mm-hmm. kind of, but most, but she definitely doesn't eat meat. Mm-hmm. Um, but she eats cheese from time to time. You know what I mean? Go, but anyway. So we had like a family friend who decided to fucking 
give her some salmon croquettes. And that shit really irritated the fuck out of me because I just can't stand when people, if you know, know that, I, right, like, but she does. She does, it, like, she knows. Hmm. If you know that I don't eat this thing, why would you bring me that? And then so, you know, with my mom, obviously I'm very, like, one of the reasons that she, the main reasons that she changed her lifestyle was for her health. You know what I mean? Yeah. For her wellness, for her overall wellness. So that shit really irritated me because it's like, for you to know that and then do that, mm-hmm. that shit is really weird to me. And That's it's rude. like, yeah, like I don't, I, I really didn't like that. But anyway, but I had to also realize. There are people, I'm sorry, go ahead. But also, so then my mom, obviously, like, she didn't, you know, she took them, obviously, because she wasn't going to be, like, yeah. <laughs> she's not that type. I would have, but. <laughs> you would have been, like, I can't eat this. Why would you? I don't eat this. She was being so sneaky about it, too. Like, not my mom, but the, the family yeah, the- friend. Yeah, because she knows that a nigga would have been mad. Sometimes if I people known. ask, though, they'd be, like, fish isn't meat, though, right? Excuse me. It's like yes, oh, it's I, flesh. Yeah, I mean, I always thought so too. I'm like, it's it's definitely meat, right? It's definitely meat. <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck else is it? Fish counts. Fish counts. When people say it's they all flesh meat. counts, that's what I say. But mm-hmm. yeah, like, but I also, but so she didn't really like. She didn't fuck with him or anything like that. But I did find my, I found myself like really invested in that situation and really upset. Like that shit really pissed me off and I didn't. And so like, I really had to, had to reel it back and go inward and like, and really look at that because I really don't want to be like internalizing other people's experiences and shit and Mm -hmm. like making it mine and like taking that shit on. And that's something that I've been as far as like, creating uh, more boundaries within myself and and like with the with with the relationships and interactions I have with other people is that not taking on their shit and like because there's no reason I should be I should have been that fucking mad yeah because I was mad as fuck and your mom was probably like it's fine right she was she was like you are really like to the point where she was getting irritated that I was like as upset as I was but I was really like, I be like that sometimes. Though. I was like, because I'm so, because that's my mama. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, I could be mad at my bitch. mom's coworker from seven years ago. My mom be like, she don't even work with me no more. And I'm like, right? so if I see her, it's on site. On site. On and when site. I saw her, she was like, I know you bad at me. And I told her, <laughs> and she asked me what she could do to make it up. I said, you got to bring me some vegan donuts. That is. That's what I told. That's fair. That's fair. Anything is forgiven with vegan donuts. Nah, but I, I really don't <laughs> like. I've been past it, but yeah, mm-hmm. that has been like that's a thing, and like yeah, that was a situation that really uh, kind of made me look at myself. Like, hmm, I really do tend to like, ex like do that, like take on other people's shit, and like excuse it with like, oh, it's because I care about them, mm-hmm. but. You can't, but I really don't want to keep stabbing myself in the heart by doing that and then excusing it with that. Like, what is the point of doing that? Yeah. And, um, that's just not some shit. 
even this um this person because I love to save tweets because I love I love quotes in general so I wish I that's why Twitter is Twitter. like Ooh, shit. but like this girl Melissa Infinity she said many of us first wave way showers are really seeing family members and friends go through it right now mm-hmm. it's important not to meet them vibrationally in their pain if you could get through it especially when you had no one really guiding you through spiritual awakening, they can as well. And to me, it's not meant to be harsh. Even if you take it harsh, that's fine. But to me, I read it as like, you have to, you you have to have enough faith in the people that are, that you love that that they'll be good. That they'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like you have to, like you have, like for me, like I have to have enough faith in those people. Like, cause I, like, especially if I'm saying that I really see them for who they are. Mm-hmm. I do have faith in them. Mm-hmm. And um, and also, like, just allowing other people to be on their own journey. You know what I mean? Everybody is in That's their own the shit, in their own time. life. Yeah. And it's not to mean that, like, you shouldn't give a fuck, like, that, that I don't give a fuck about people. But it is to mean that, like, let people, like have the experiences that they're meant to have and yeah. like not like taking shit personally yo i was just talking to my friend about that the other day like not like seeing somebody else's journey as exactly as that and not being upset if it's not i don't know if it's not as aligned with you yeah as if you it's not what it you expected yeah because it's not up to you yeah and like you can always you can you always can do what you want to do and just like wait yeah and all, and like your expectations have nothing to do with that other person yeah like they don't yeah they really don't right <laughs> like and like it's mm-hmm. actually not even fair to put that on another person yeah like you know what I mean and I think that that's also a part of like detachment um, when you're talking about like healthy detachment detaching from the expectations that you have mm-hmm. of. Be- behavior from other people or yeah. or experiences or anything like that at least for like that is about let allowing things to be as they are in the moment experiencing them for what they are instead of like placing all this extra bullshit on yeah. like what you think it's supposed to be right you know what yeah, i mean it's like really not up to you and that sh- that can be something as simple as uh, seeing somebody fly on the internet and like holding them up to this certain standard or whatever the fuck like like that's not up to you yeah. no nah, and like don't be surprised if they're not how you thought they were a lot of times that's why we end up brokenhearted mm, a lot of times that's why niggas end up on catfish but that's neither here nor there <laughs> Bitch, don't even get me started. No, Please sorry. don't. That wasn't Bow Wow. That never was. <laughs> oh my god! Is that mean? No. If y'all oh, do, y'all man. remember that episode? <laughs> you know what though? If somebody wired she me, she was definitely like, "I'm Bow Wow." She was like, I'm <laughs> and then she was like, when they. Then she was like, I be tricking girls, you know, I just show it to the club with my strap on. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what? <laughs> Nigga. Woo! Can't fool anybody with Oh my god, I forgot all about that. When she this nigga said she was bow wow. <laughs> 
She sent that girl like ten thousand. Yes, it said, "Bitch, I scraped this money up for my family members. Like, I really, I really did that. Like, she, they were like, how the fuck did you get ten thousand dollars? Why did your family help you doing that? Right. What did you tell them? What did you? That was unnecessary. Oh lord. (laughs) There is no way. Nah. You thought this nigga was bow wow. Oh, God. And that's what you get, folks. <laughs> you get catfish. Some, no. Just see it for what it is. <laughs> you don't open your motherfucking eyes. Bird box. See it for, oh, Head my ass. God. I cannot. You did not. I have to go. I'm leaving. <laughs> We're recording at my house, but I'm leaving my house. <laughs> did you see that movie? Yo, that shit was oh not what God. people hyped it to be. It wasn't. It wasn't. It had a great cast, but the story was just trash. Honestly, the fact that they killed the black guy when they killed him, they could have let him live. Yeah. They could have let him live. What are you talking about? I don't know his name. I don't know any of their names. The goofy one in the movie? Or the, like, the last black guy standing. Oh, okay, him. Yeah. <laughs> like, he had made Wayne. it five years and y'all did that. Okay. Right. Like. Okay. For some kids that weren't even his. Right. Okay. Shut up, bitch. Sorry. I just realized that I could have went. That's. Yeah, because you know, I've seen was, a I've, I've seen a lot of apocalyptic movie in my day. It was literally like the ha- I love apocalypse movies. Me too. Me too. Like they terrify me, but it is so satisfying to watch. But like you remember the happening, the happening was just like that, where like the plants came alive and people were like, I do not remember themselves. that. It was the same thing as Bird Box. You don't need to watch it. You don't need to watch okay. it. It's fine. Oh my god, the movies. <laughs> it just wasn't like p- niggas was on Twitter like really hyping it, hyping it, hyping it. They were. They and were. So I was like, you know, I had made dinner, sat down, watched it. And it, it was it wasn't a waste of my life or anything. No. But it wasn't it wasn't the best apocalyptic movie that I've seen. Right. Because I've seen some really, really good ones. Like, I love that show, um, The 100. That's my mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Watch that if you've never... That's a show, but it's it's really fucking good. Don't it's watch really Bird Box. Is this shit falling or am I high? I don't... Thank you. We can edit yeah. that out. <laughs> um, MJ, cut that out too. Yeah. yeah I got you. It was falling. I didn't know if it was. It's fine. <laughs> Bird Box is one of those movies that you um, you put on when you're trying to when you're trying to fit. What? When you're trying to oh fit. yeah, because you could you, you can go without seeing it. Yeah, you can go without seeing that shit. Mm-hmm. Honestly, did I kind of fuck during Bird Box? No, that was something else. Never you mind. said <laughs> no, that was something else. Never mind. I was gonna say actually yeah, that did happen, but it didn't. <laughs> it, did. it didn't. It's 
I think can, that though. I think that was the 100. What yeah. was it? Yeah, that was the 100. You can go without seeing Bird Box. Yeah. Ooh, also, what did you say about... Um, you said something about, like, being codependent on people. Or what did you say? Something smart and great. I can't remember what you said, though. Mm. Damn. I don't know. I forgot what you were... I forgot what you said. But it had something to do with, like... I don't know. Damn. Two blunts in. <laughs> That's what my ass gets. Monet, you know you didn't have to even touch the second blunt. Yeah, here you go. I don't All remember. Right. Alright. Well, that's all I got. Yeah. Okay. We're done. Oh, man. Yeah. Let's make sure we, yeah, cut those two parts out. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, what's the title gonna be? Ooh.